I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. From the kickoff of this match, there was some intensity um, between these two teams, back, a lot of back and forth, a lot of aggression, uh, overall intensity. What, why do you think this match kind of brought out a lot of the, that emotion and aggressiveness between these two teams? Um, uh, you know, I, I think there's obviously a history uh, with Seattle. I think um, every game we play against them, it's always a tough, tough match, um, going back to when I first got here, and I'm sure before that as well. And uh, I think currently, you know, they're top in the league. Um, and, and we're a team that's, you know, that, that's continuing to, to, to fight for points, you know. And I think, you know, uh, three points against a team like Seattle would have been fantastic. But I thought the guys, the guys hung in there and fought real hard, given, you know, losing two, two players that were uh, planned to start this week in the last two days. Um, wasn't easy, but it speaks a lot to the character of the group. Scotty stepped in and did a good job, <clears throat> you know, and then Oviedo playing on the, on the right side, um, wasn't easy. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm proud of the effort. Um, and we just really lacked, uh, making a play on the offensive end, but I think from box to box, I thought it was a good performance. And then one other guy that came on was, uh, Berton Jockison. I think a lot of fans were pretty impressed with what they saw from him. Um, coming on the, the energy and, and the, the the focus and the attack, what what did you notice from him? I guess in his first real real minutes with the first. No, team? I thought he was bright. I, I thought he you know threatened behind the defense. I, I think he had some good hold up moments. Um, he's he's a player that can literally stand on one leg and and, and hit, hit the ball and, and with with accuracy and with pace. Um, so for a, a debut, I think it was uh, it was it was really good to see him um, and. You know, I, you know, and moving forward, I think he's put himself in a position to get to get uh, more minutes. Uh, we talked yesterday about not having had a clean sheet yet. You get that tonight. How do you feel about the defensive performance, especially given that there were some late changes? Yeah, no, I think it was uh, it's something that we've been talking about uh, internally as a group that that good defending leads to, to good attacking, um, and obviously going up against Seattle, who's got. Um, for me, one of the the, the best attacking um, groups in, in in the league. I think we did a really good job. The guys in the back line did great. 
I think Zach made uh, you know a huge save. Uh, I think the midfielders worked doggedly in the middle of the field at times, overload um, being overloaded by at times two players, and and I think just the commitment from everyone top to bottom was really good. And again, that's how that's how you keep a clean sheet. Lurie's getting that second yellow. He'll miss uh, next week's game against Houston. Um, any sense on where Jasper's at and kind of how you adjust to having a couple key guys out in that, that spot? Yeah. Um, it, 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 I think Jasper's questionable at best uh, for next week, uh, but the prognosis came back better than expected. So so that would be good. Um, and then we just got to see, you know, I think Ojeda came in and did a, a good job in the middle of midfield. I think the, uh, excuse me, the Open Cup game uh, was a good run uh, fitness-wise. Um, and I thought he was bright. You know, Mecca can play in there. Scott can play in there. Um, so we'll look at look at the options this week and, and see how we go. Hey, Pablo. Um, zero, zero draw, great defensive game. Um, obviously missing the goal tonight. How much of an impact does missing someone like Anderson Julio make for a game like tonight? Yeah, you know, I think Julio's strength is 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 really stretching the back line, getting in behind, um, and, and making good runs that that open up space for others. Um, you know, I, I think it, it, Seattle's a good defensive team as well, um, and 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 it's it's easy to say that if we had this or had that, we would have scored a goal. But the truth is, you know, I think we. We had a few good looks at goal, and you know I think the difference between um, the last few games and, and tonight was just the uh, sharpness in the final third decision making. Um, you know Rubio had two decent looks, um, which was great to see. I thought he was, I thought his, he, he had a really good game, um, and it's just the goals eluding him. You know, so I, again, um, I but the one thing is 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 when you put two good performances back to back, it builds confidence within the group. Um, this happens to be a good defensive performance, um, but we're looking to you know revive the magic, uh, you know, of, of put having the ball hit the back of that uh, for the next game. And if we can couple both of those, I think we'll we'll be we'll be in a good way. And then uh, at the end of the game, so you had a conversation with Freddie Juarez. What'd you guys talk about? Uh no, we just uh, just basically how families are going and, and how we're doing, you know, I, th- I think he's uh, found a great fit there in Seattle and just, you know, wished us luck. And, you know, he's just saying the guys, the guys, you know, they, they die for the cause and it's great to see those guys work extremely hard and just pleasantries that you do. But, uh, you know, I think uh, <clears throat> Freddie was the guy that brought me here. Um, and, and so uh, I'm grateful to be here and, uh, and just said, thanks. Pablo, después de prácticamente cinco partidos contando la de la Open Cup y con, jugando bien, ¿sientes que ya estás encontrando el ritmo del equipo? ¿Te falta algo? ¿Qué, qué es lo que sientes tú como técnico? ¿Qué, ¿Qué falta para que se concrete el resultado, pero ganando? Porque si vamos a Dallas, se jugó bien, pero no se ganó. Es suerte de ellos y luego los otros partidos que ganamos acá, Charles San José, el Open Cup, y ahora este partido también. ¿Sientes que, que, que ya encontraste qué te falta? Para mí, lo único que podemos controlar es el esfuerzo y la manera que queremos jugar. Yo creo que los resultados son, como decís vos, son, hay, hay, necesita mucha suerte del árbitro, del, de, del, 
el tiro al arco que rebota de un jugador y entra en el arco. Y, pero yo creo que en este momento estamos jugando con mucha confianza. Eh, tenemos una manera que queremos jugar y hoy día jugamos contra uno de los mejores equipos en la liga. Así no es tan fácil, especialmente perdiendo dos jugadores en los últimos dos días que iban a salir titular. Pero los, los jugadores que entraron a la cancha hicieron un muy buen trabajo y yo creo que así la confianza sigue creciendo cuando jugás bien y confías en lo que estamos haciendo. It's been five games in a row that you guys were undefeated, counting with the U.S. Open Cup. Do you think that the chemistry of the team is getting better? Do you think that, or what is missing? What do you think that the team can do better now? Pablo said uh, the confidence has grown a lot. You know, the team is playing better. Uh, they played today against one of the strongest teams in the league. Um, we were we, we were we were missing two of the players that were supposed to be on the first eleven, but the two others that replaced them did a, a magnificent, uh, a really good job, and it's just the confidence growing. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dos preguntas rápidas. Una... Um... Un empate y en casa a veces supone, o uno piensa que ha perdido dos puntos o que ha ganado un punto. ¿Qué valoración haces tú en ese aspecto con el resultado? Y la segunda pregunta es, me sorprendió muy gratamente la apuesta tuya por Bertín, Juventud, y después por eh, Damir Kregla, la veteranía, es decir, ¿qué se te pasó por la cabeza? ¿Era improvisado o ya lo tenías previsto? Um, la el, el primera pregunta del resultado... Mira, al fin, de, al fin hay que aceptar el resultado, pero sabiendo que este equipo son top de la liga y, y creamos chance, pero no demasiado, eh, estoy satisfecho con el resultado. Eh, ¿Por qué? Porque cuando vas dos, tres partidos sin perder, el equipo gana confianza. Y... Y para mí lo importante es que seguimos trabajando en esta manera y que es, si perdemos dos o tres jugadores más, estamos, estamos mentalmente listos para, para enfrentar lo que viene. Y la, la tema de Bertín y, y, y Dami, eh, hablamos antes del partido que los jugadores que jugaron 120 minutos el miércoles era muy difícil para, para iniciar cualquier jugador en, en este partido, porque el esfuerzo que sabíamos que iba a tomar contra un equipo como Seattle. Y Bertín anduvo muy bien en el Open Cup, 
eh, estira la defensa, tiene un buen tiro al arco, los tiros libres también lo hace muy bien y también le encanta hacer gol. Y por eso pusimos al Albertín. Y después el Dami jugó 120 minutos el miércoles y también viene de una lesión. Y, pero la experiencia que, que tiene, para, y yo pensaba que iba a hacer gol en este momento, es el momento de Dami. Pero este, esta, esta semana no tocó, pero eh, ahora yo creo que tiene mucha confianza yendo para adelante. He has two questions. The first one was about, uh, do you think that we lost three points or are you satisfied with the, with the point that we obtained against Seattle? And the second question was regarding Bertin and Dami. Um, he asked, do, do you plan it that way? Do you plan having Bertin playing on the field today and putting, putting him together with Damir with the experience that he has? Uh, Pablo's answer was, Well, we know we play against one of uh, one of the toughest teams in the league, you know, Seattle Sanders. So it was a very hard it was a very hard game. Uh, I take it as a as a good result because as a team we play really good, and these kind of results give us more confidence to play better as a team. Um, he mentioned that it was very hard to put uh, the players that play on, the, on Wednesday. We're going to have a lot of time today because it was a long game, but. He he knows the the skills that Bertin has with the, with um, shooting and free kicks and putting him together with Amir. Um, he was he was confident he was we're gonna have he was gonna score a goal. But other, overall, the, both of them did a great job. Pablo y Saim Melgar para Hispanic Sports Media. Eh, preguntarte un poco de Andrés Gómez el día de hoy. Pues no fue su mejor partido. Eh, tuvo algunas eh, complicaciones, unos errores quizás mentales podrían, podría decirse, hablamos un poco en la semana pasada, dijo que el adaptarse a la liga eh, pues va poco a poco, pero yo a lo que vi es que eh, se adapta muy bien con Anderson Julio, hoy no estuvo con Anderson Julio y se vio una baja de juego importante para él, ¿qué piensas tú con respecto a eso y cómo ayudarle a él a que pueda tener mayor dinamismo con sus otros compañeros? Sí, para mí es, es un desarrollo largo, uh, la, la, la afición y todos queremos que el Andrés ya es el, el jugador completo en todos los partidos, pero el, el tema del de, de, desarrollo de un futbolista, todo toma tiempo y va a tener partidos donde juega bien y va a tener partidos a veces que no te salen las cosas. Para mí lo, lo más importante es la mentalidad que tiene y que tiene cuando viene a entrenar y hoy día no, no le tocó, pero también el esfuerzo fue fantástico. Así hay que seguir poco a poco con el Andrés y sabiendo que tiene todas las herramientas para ser un gran jugador. Y, pero como dije, todo eso toma tiempo. No, no, es, no hay magia, no hay, no hay un secreto para... Hay que, hay, que, hay que aceptar que unos partidos va a jugar mejor que los otros pero la actitud que tiene y la manera de trabajar, yo creo que va a llegar en ese momento antes del, del que se termina el campeonato. The question was about Andres Gomez. Um, he said that Andres Gomez has been playing really good in the last few games, especially with Julio um, on the on the field. Today was not a very good game for Gomez uh, because Julio wasn't there. What do you think? How do we can help him to? <coughs> Uh, develop better and transition better with the team. Pablo said that uh, Andres Gomez is an exceptional player 
uh, he really likes how uh, the mentality that he has when he comes to training. Um, sometimes he's going to have great games. Sometimes the things are not going to go the way he wanted. But that's part of soccer, you know. Uh, that's part of the development. We all want that he be the stars that we all expecting. But this is a process, and he's going to be developing, and it's just part of soccer. También preguntarte un poco sobre el arbitraje el día de hoy. Fue... No, no, no. No, no, no. No voy a entrar en... Me van a multar. No, no, no. No voy a entrar en tema polémico, pero ¿consideras un poco que fue algo permisivo con los jugadores de Seattle Saunders con ciertas actitudes? Mira, no, no quiero hablar del otro equipo en una manera malo. Todo, todos los entrenadores y, y los futbolistas queremos ganar el partido. Y... Y lo dejo ahí, porque mira, todos queremos ganar y, y, y eso es lo más importante. Yo respeto mucho el cuerpo técnico de Seattle, son, son muy buena gente, son muy buenos entrenadores y también respeto todos los jugadores de, del equipo porque son grandes jugadores que, que, que luchan para ganar. Y para mí hay que, tener, hay que tener respeto para los equipos que tienen tanto calidad, pero, pero salen en la cancha a luchar. The question was about the ref. What do you think about the ref's um, performance today? Do you think that he was trying to you know, give it more fouls to Seattle? Pablo said that he doesn't want to talk about the ref, um, but he says that he knows the people from Seattle. He knows the, um, the coach. He knows the players. Everybody wants to win, um, and he just wants to focus on that. I mean, everybody does their best to, to, to win their games, and he's, he's going to leave it like that. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.